Welcome to the Balance Bod Pod, where we talk about all things balancing life and health so you can have your cake and eat it too. Or your donuts or your pizza or whatever your thing is. But seriously, health is the greatest gift that we have and it does not have to come at the cost of enjoying the fun parts of life. So through the podcast, we're going to explore and experience for ourselves what balance truly looks like in our own lives. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Balanced Bod Pod. I'm Corinne Graustra, holistic health coach, podcaster, and blogger, helping you find your balance one step at a time. I want to share the announcement again that I've been making each week. I've got a few spots in my coaching practice opening up in January. So excited. So follow the link in the show notes to sign up for a free coaching session. If you've ever felt like balance isn't a real thing, let me show you that you're capable of way more than you think and help you figure out what balance really looks like to you. So again, those are that link is in the show notes. And I can't wait to connect with you to see what you can do in your own life. Now, with all of this being said, I wanted to have a conversation today about something that I think I get probably the most amount of questions on is like, how do you make it all work? Like it's the holidays, I am busy, I've got work, I've got overtime because I've got end of year stuff, I'm just regular busy, I want to keep up my life, I want to be healthy, I want to get in my exercise, I want to do all these things. And I'm feeling overwhelmed by the fact that I want to be healthy, but also struggling with the fact that it's December and I kind of want to push everything off until January <laughs> because I don't care about how I look or feel right now. I just have so much to get done and, I, and, and it has to be prioritized. And so that is where this conversation has been born. I just think it's such an, in, such an interesting thing. Um, and you can make it all work if you're intentional with what you're doing. So I wanted to share first and foremost, you can't do it all. I know I said that last week. I will continue to say it again. You can't do it all. And so trying to do it all is not going to work. I will say that with love, but it's, it just doesn't work that way. And so when we take a step back, something's got to give. There's only 24 hours in a day. And I am the first person to completely agree that this time of the year is so, so busy. I mean, right this second, I'm recording a handful of episodes right now so that when we're in Florida for two weeks or for a week and a half, um, let's, that was dramatic. It's like seven days. A girl can dream though, right? <laughs> so when we're in Florida, you guys can have podcast episodes. I'm prepping for, you know, to leave for Florida. My husband's working overtime. It's a busy day. It's a busy week, which leads to a busy life, right? Like we know that it doesn't really get better and we can kind of tell ourselves, hey, it's only, that, it's only the holidays. It'll get better. But then it typically doesn't get much better, <laughs> except for January has like 80 days and they're all full of nothing. So January, I'm not excited, but February can come anytime now. Moral of the story here is that we've got so much to do and only so much time to do it and we something has to give. And so if we're not going to be able to give in work, if we're not going to be able to give in family time, which we should never have to give in family time, um, if we're not able to give in any other area of our life, does our health have to suffer? Do we have to gain weight over the holidays? And do we have to feel miserable? And the big fat answer is no. No, 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 absolutely not. But it starts with, again, prioritizing what is important to us, but also focusing on what I call your most impactful behavior. I don't even know if this is a real thing or if this is something that, that it's like a balanced body thing that I just like came up with one day. Um, but I call it your most impactful behavior. I think actually people will call it your keystone habit, something like that. However, what this is, is your most impactful behavior is the thing that when you do it, 
everything else in your life gets better. And when you don't do it, everything else in your life gets worse. And what I mean by this, I'll give you an example here. So let's say, for example, I'll give you a couple. Maybe in the morning when you get up and exercise, if you're Corinne Graustra and you are the host of the Balance Pod Pod, this is your life for real. <laughs> when I get up at five, my whole day gets better because I've exercised. So let's say when you exercise in the morning, you are then better prepared. I mean, you're you're actually awake, so you're not oversleeping. You're not rushing in the morning, which means that you have time to pack your lunch and your breakfast and or eat breakfast, grab your coffee so you're not a crappy monster, <laughs> and you're on the road early because you don't have a lot of stress happening because you are you didn't wake up late. So you're prepared, your morning goes slow and easy, and you're on your way to work and you're not already mad and fighting with the traffic. So you don't have any road rage. So you get to work, you're less stressed. And so whatever is thrown at you at work, you have a little bit more resilience to. Um, then maybe you, because you had your lunch, you ate your lunch instead of going out to eat and getting something that was quick. And so you feel better, your blood sugar is more regulated, you're able to focus more at work, which leads to more productivity, which leads to, right, you can kind of see where this is going. On the flip side, maybe when you don't get your exercise in, you do wake up late and you miss your lunch and your breakfast. You miss your coffee because you don't even have a chance to do that. And Starbucks lines are way too long in the morning sometimes. And so you show up to work, you are A, running late, so you're stressed. You haven't had your coffee, so you're stressed and you're a crabby monster. And you are already then more likely to be stressed at what is given what comes your way at work and so when somebody throws something something on you at work or somebody gives you a bad look a cranky look at work you're much more likely to internalize that and then because you didn't pack your lunch you don't have a lunch you grab something on the go and because you grab something on the go you feel a 3 p.m slump which means that you're not being productive you're you're trying to get up from your desk you're running to the vending machine at three o'clock so that you can boost your energy and try to focus for the last hour and then you go home and you're starving and it's you see where this is going to. It wasn't all of those choices. If you really look back and you track backwards, it all started with, did I wake up at five or did I not wake up at five? Let's say, for example, um, maybe this for you is tracking your food. So when you wake up and you track your food in the morning, you you make better choices during the day. And when you make better choices during the day, you feel better, you have more energy. Because you've got more energy, you get up more from your desk during the day. And because you've got more energy, you also get in your exercise after work, which is so easy to skip, but you do it. And then you feel better, you sleep better. And when you sleep better, you then wake up more rested, refreshed, and have less stress overall. And we know that sleep is just good for us in general. Um, and so that's a positive thing that way. On the flip side, maybe you maybe you forget to track. You leave your phone at home. You just don't track for the day. And you start to get notice that some of those treats that are in the break room, like the donuts or the Christmas cookies that are ever so popular right now, are in your mouth. And you're like, wait, what just happened? Where those? Who put those in my mouth? <laughs> and you notice it the, the, the opposite way as well. So this is what I call your most impactful behavior. There are a million things, I repeat, one million things that you could do to be more healthy. You could drink more water, you could exercise, you could sleep better, you could be more resilient with stress, you could do a million things. But they're not all going to have the same impact. And some of them, when you focus on them, are going to have you spinning your wheels, putting in a lot of effort, not getting a lot of output all the time just because your your goal isn't leading anywhere, right? We talk about goals that lead to, like relevant goals that lead to your overall goal. So really having like a, a single pointed focus with not only what we're doing in the moment, but how that relates to our long-term goal. So we're always, we are always knowing that we're on the right path. So with that, 
when you're focusing on your most impactful behavior, it kind of cuts out the noise. You know, you know what? I hit the most bang for my buck when I get up and exercise in the morning. I don't need to create a goal to eat healthy because if I exercise in the morning, that's a natural consequence. Maybe I'm not perfect with it. Maybe if, I, you know, if it was a goal, I'd do a little bit better with it. But hey, it is something that I'm consistently thinking about and I'm mindful on. And I don't have to set a million goals in order to do that. So that is your most impactful behavior. When you are in a crunch, there are seasons, right? physical seasons like it is right now winter hello minnesota (laughs) um where it's cold and it's it's busy and it's just a lot of stuff coming at you all at once and then there's some seasons i don't know summer can also be really busy i feel like there isn't really a non-busy season maybe like late winter after the holidays december or january to march april um but that's a time where Maybe you don't have a lot going on and you can take some more time and focus on some of these bigger broader goals But when things are busy, it is appropriate and actually necessary to adjust your goals and your expectations accordingly. So taking this, you know, taking that really busy season and saying, I'm going to exercise for two hours a day because that's what I'm doing now. And I need to do that or I can't be a healthy person. Oh, also, I have to do, right, a million other things. Insert laundry list of goals here. (laughs) It just doesn't have to be like that. And actually, it shouldn't be like that because a balanced life is a life that allows for you to live your life. Yes? (laughs) Is that making sense? So we shouldn't have to take away all of our time with friends and family, especially over the holidays, in order to be healthy. Maybe this season, like literally the next three weeks, the next couple weeks until the end of the year, is a time for you to do some quick HIIT workouts. You know what? I am, you know, I have these goals and I know that I want to keep exercising, but my hour-long workouts as much as I love them are not I'm just not able to fit it in and live my life at the same time right now because I'm so crunched for time. Focus on your hit workouts. Do something different that gets you out of your uh, rut or allows you to do things in a different way. It's kind of like a puzzle. So when things get busier, Something has to give and that thing can be your goals. If you're focusing on your most impactful behavior, you're getting the most bang for your buck. You're able to be the healthiest you can be with the least amount of effort, which let's be real is what we all want. (laughs) It's all fine and dandy to say like, no, I want to put in a lot of work, but I've never really met anybody who's like, you know what? I want to do twice the work with half the results. That isn't really how things go. So really focusing on your most impactful behavior all the time having that be your baseline. Okay, I know that for me, that's my exercise. If I'm feeling like that is automatic to me and I'm willing to take on something else, I can physically take on something else and handle something else in this season, amazing, I'm gonna do that. If not, I'm gonna stay there and I'm gonna feel comfortable knowing that for four weeks, I stayed here and that was fine because we don't always need to be progressing. Again, there's a season to give, a season to take. I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but it's just like Ecclesiastes, I mean, God God knows what he's talking about here. And so there's a time to push and a time to just say, hey, now is a time to maintain. What is not a time, there is no time for this, I will be clear, to forget that you are a human with a body that needs to be taken care of. (laughs) It's so easy because it's so hard over the holidays to focus on yourself and to do what you need to do for yourself to say, I'm just going to deal with it in January. I shared on on an episode a couple weeks ago that the average amount of weight gain that is actually realistic for one day of overeating, take Thanksgiving, for example, is half a pound. 
right? Because we know that a pound is roughly equivalent to about 3,500 extra calories on top of what you're doing in the course of a week. If everything is normal in the course of a week and you're not eating that much extra except for on one day, where also you're taking from like probably not having a big breakfast and a big lunch or a big dinner and you're just really condensing it to one and a half meals essentially. Um, it's very hard to gain a lot of weight. But what happens when you when you times that by 20? That's a lot. For 20 days being off track, when you decide, okay, I don't really care, that's 20 days. That is the potential for a lot of weight gain. And just the fact that we need to, you deserve to take care of yourself. You deserve to be taken care of over the holidays and to not have uh, everybody else's focus come above yours. And it's not coming from a place of selfishness, but how many of us know, if we were being really honest with ourselves, that we can give the most to other people when we are when we are taking care of ourselves? So whether that's through self-care routines, simply like I'm just going to read a book at the end of the night, maybe a routine that you do on a regular basis, or a time where you say, hey, hey, honey, can you take the kids tonight? I just need to have a night by myself and I need a night to focus on nothing, like a really great book and I need to go get a massage or something, right? Like I need a night with the girlfriends. Whatever you need to do that fills you up, you have to be doing that. And so thinking back to your most impactful behavior, that is a non-negotiable. So over the holidays too, you want to have your most impactful behavior in mind, but also your non-negotiables. There are some things that we have to do in order to take care of ourselves. Don't forget about that, right? The other thing I wanted to share in terms of your most impactful behavior is kind of something that we maybe don't always think about, but has recently come up again in all of my client conversations this last week. I've been asking my clients, what has been going really well for you? And so they'll answer things like tracking is going really well for me, or I'm doing great with my exercise routine. I'm making mindful choices when I'm eating. And the question I kept asking is, what kind of impact does that have on your week or on your life? What greater impact has that had instead of just like, yes, I'm exercising to exercise, but what has that exercise given you? How do you feel after that exercise? So on and so forth. There have been some incredible ripple effects that have come to light this last week with my clients. And I just, it's so fun to see and to share and to talk about because one action does not just lead to A to B. A leads to B, which leads to C, which leads to D, which all of a sudden now I am sleeping better and eating better and I'm a magical person. (laughs) I don't know what I did, but clearly it's working. So I had a client tell me actually today, uh, maybe it was yesterday, and she, I asked her this question. I said, what is going really well for you right now? And she said, I'm replacing my snacks. I'm being mindful at work with my snacks and I'm replacing the office snacks with healthy snacks. And I was like, great. What kind of impact is that having on you? And she said, well, I have more energy. I said, amazing. What kind of, I'm like a broken record. What kind of impact has had, like what, what are you able to do now that you have more energy? She's like, well, I'm exercising after work. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. So that's something I know you've been trying to work on forever. And so this is just a small step, right? So so taking your snacks to work and having some healthy options is now get helping you to have the energy to exercise after work. She's like, well, there's more. I said, okay, cool. Um, what is that? <laughs> she said, well, now that I'm exercising at the end of the day, I'm actually tired when I go to bed. I'm not restless because I've been sitting down and then I go to lay down. I've actually been sleeping better because I'm 
exercising at the end of the night and exhausting myself. I was like, wow, that's a huge thing because I know I know how many of us have a hard time getting in not just enough hours of sleep, but also enough quality hours of sleep, even if we're putting in the time, uh, myself included. Sleep can be a big, a big deal. Well, it is a big deal, but it can also be very difficult to attain those eight hours of solid sleep, seven, eight hours of solid sleep. And then I was asking her a little bit more because I am who I am. <laughs> and I said, what What else has changed in your life because your sleep is better? And she's like, honestly, everything has changed in my life. I get up with more pep. I'm more excited. I'm more motivated. I cannot wait to continue on with this. And it's starting to feel like a lifestyle. And I just love the way that I'm feeling. Do you notice that she only changed one thing? And it seems like such a small thing. She changed bringing snacks to work. Do you know what the snacks were? Is an apple, a pear, and some nuts. <laughs> it's nothing amazing. She went to the grocery store and she got some healthy snacks that she liked and she wanted them. She wanted to take them to work to see if that would help her to feel better. Or even, I guess her her real intention, as she had said at the beginning, was literally just to avoid some of the, like the donuts and the sugar in the break room. Are you kidding me? Don't overlook the impact of just one simple step, but it only starts to show up when we're looking for it. So if you're finding that your, you know, your A is only leading to B, look a little deeper because you might be really surprised at what changes in your life when you start somewhere. But here's the thing that I have to share with you today: if you don't start, you don't get those results. You don't get those results. You don't get those those ripple effects. You don't get those changes that domino and lead to some really, really big changes. So my question is, what is one thing that you can take action on this week? We're not just going to talk about it. We're not just going to dream about it or hope that it happens. You are going to create dedicated action with a SMART goal. And when we're thinking of creating dedicated action, I want you to think about what potential impacts your one change could have. So if you say, I'm going to exercise, I'm going to get up and exercise in the morning, amazing. What kind of impact do you think that'll have on your day? How does that help you get to your greater goal? So thinking of going through the SMART goals, right? We talked about that last week, specific goals. So what exactly will you do? If you're going to bring new snacks to work, you're going to say, I will bring an apple, a pear, and some nuts, (laughs) if you're my client, um, to work every day this next week. I'm going to just pack it ahead of time. I'll, I'll pack them all on Monday. I'll leave them there. Beautiful. You're going to talk about, you're going to talk through the how. So how exactly you're going to get those things because they don't just magically appear in your car <laughs> or in your, in your work um, locker or whatever you have. Um, they appear because you have thought about the actions that need to happen in order to get there and you've done them. It's so simple, but still still requires us to, to take a step back and to say, what needs to happen in order for me to do this and to accomplish this? And so I want us to not only think about the what and the why, but the how. How will I accomplish that this week? And then my last question that I really want you to think about today is how does this, how is this relevant to my overall goal? So we've got the specific, the measurable, attainable, relevant to your overall goal, and timely. You have to go through all five of these. They are a SMART goal for a reason. It's not a SMART. It's not a small. It is a SMART goal (laughs) or a sparkle. I prefer that. But if you just say it really fast, it sounds like sparkle. Relevant to your goal is so important. And relevant to your goal. So if your goal is to be healthier, the relevant to your goal, it feels like it would be like, oh, I'm going to drink more water this week. Cool. But that's not, what is, 
is that actually relevant to your overall goal? How does that impact you? And maybe it does. Many people use water as like a, oh, I need to drink water. We kind of tend to think it's the it's the magic fix. Like, oh, I, I <laughs> and as a fitness person myself, I am guilty of these thoughts, which is so funny because um, I talk about it, but you know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> thinking, well, you know what? I went out and I had an amazing meal last night out at the restaurant and I drank a little bit too much and I had a little bit too much ice cream and I had my burger and fries and it was amazing. I'll just drink a lot of water. It'll be fine. <laughs> like, like it's going to fix everything and like undo all of that, which is fine. It doesn't need to be undone. But remember that water is not the be all end all. It's super duper important. And most of us are dehydrated. But <laughs> keeping in mind, water's not going to fix it. Water's not just going to magically make you exercise unless you find that it's your most impactful goal. So as you're thinking of setting your goals, and we talked about it last week, you're internalizing the SMART goal, you're turning it into your thing. I really hope I'm trusting you're starting to think about, is my goal specific? Does it have a number? Is it attainable, right? Remembering that we need to put our pride aside when we're setting goals, which is so hard, so, so hard. But the goal that you think is dumb is probably where you need to be, right? If it doesn't feel big enough, it's probably right where you should be. Um, And then relevant to your overall goal, how in the world does this goal get you closer to where you want to be in the long term? And this is a great filter for those goals that are quick fix goals that are like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to do a juice cleanse this week. Cool. That takes you farther away from your food freedom or that takes you farther away from your balance and doesn't actually help you get to your long term goal because it's not sustainable. Right. So everything that we're doing, we're going to be doing it in a sustainable way in order to find our balance, because, again, it's super duper possible. Some things to think about this week timely make sure that you have an end date too um it doesn't always have to be this week or this this month or this year but set an end date that feels realistic to you but also that it matters because it's very easy when we're setting a goal for like the year to be like oh this one thing doesn't matter oh this one meal doesn't matter oh i I can skip my workout i can do it tomorrow so set the goal short enough and the time the time length short enough that it matters that it starts to make everything matter so to recap everything we've talked about today When you are busy, when you are going through a season of push and it's busy and I need to prioritize and I only have so much time and my list of to-dos is really getting long um, for a season, right? This is not a lifelong thing, but for a season, for a couple months, for a couple weeks, this is sometimes what we have to do and that's totally fine. That's life. Um, As a friendly reminder, I find the healthiest people are not the people who are eating the healthiest all the time. The healthiest people are the people who are eating healthy most of the time and giving themselves grace and allowing for life to happen because you can't meal prep your life into perfection. Like it just doesn't work that way. (laughs) And no matter how much you prepare, something is always going to come out of left field or something is always going to threaten to throw you off track. And you have to be able to go with the flow to be able to take some time off or enjoy yourself or loosen up on your goals. Again, there's a time to push, but there's a time to say, hey, I really don't need to be that serious about it. And I can just relax and a day didn't go as well as I wanted it to, or I got sick and I'm not able to reach my goal this week. It is what it is, right? So we've got most impactful behavior in the busy seasons. That is where we need to be putting our most of our focus, where we can have the greatest impact with the least amount of effort. Literally, it is being super efficient with your health. (laughs) It's great. Um, So your most impactful behavior is something that you do on a regular basis, that when you do it, or I guess want to do on a regular basis, that when you do it, everything gets better. And when you do it, everything gets worse. 
A non-impactful behavior would be something that doesn't impact you whether you do it or not. So if your day is the same, like my day is the same, whether I drink eight ounces of water or 80 ounces of water, my skin's a little bit mad at me if I drink eight ounces of water, but my day doesn't really change. I don't feel any different. I don't really care. It's an effort for me to drink water and to think about it, but that's not what has the biggest impact. It doesn't mean it's not important. Water is one of those things that we should be drinking anyways, but it's not my most impactful behavior. So it's something I can think about and track. And it's super simple to try to, you know, to add that, to tack that on to my goals because it, I, I've got to drink stuff anyways, but it's not my most impactful behavior. So that's not my sole goal. My sole goal is to get up in the morning and do my workouts because I know that that has a positive impact on the rest of my day. And I'm just a more tolerable person <laughs> when, I, when I've exercised. So we've got our most impactful behavior. And then we've got the ripple effect. Do not overlook the impact of one behavior or one action on everything else. And know that if you do one action that is not in line with your overall goal, you're, it's not relevant to your overall goal, you haven't wrecked everything. But you do have a chance to take it back in and rein things in and say, okay, how can I turn this into a goal that is supporting where I want to be in the long term? So with that being said, I hope this has been helpful. Go ahead and comment, send me any DMs or send me any messages on Instagram. I am so excited to hear what you have to say about this. I will see you all in our next episode. Thanks, babes. That's all we've got for our episode today. Thank you for listening. Rate and subscribe so you don't miss a beat. Remember that new episodes and the blog posts that go with them drop every Monday to start your week off right. You can find me on Instagram at The Balanced Body and my blog is balancedbodyblog.co. Want to work with me? Head to balancedbodyblog.co and click the work with me tab to see if we're a good fit. And finally, any comments, requests, or ideas on who I should interview on the show, send them to me via email or Instagram, and I'm happy, more than happy to add them to my list. Thank you again, and have a beautiful week.